Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful CoverGirl. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining in to another adventure in the spirit. I'm your host, having the most fun of my life, seeing Jesus high and lifted up, seeing Jesus glorified. Guys, I want to encourage you, if you want to learn how to hear God, how to prophesy, download my free PDF document. It's a five-day prophetic activation download. So you could click on that. You could give us your email and we'll send you that free download so that you could hear God, you could prophesy in your day-to-day life. So please do that. And we also offer a number of e-courses for you on the Holy Spirit, the free baptism of the Holy Spirit one. We've seen over a thousand people go through that and a number of them receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've got fellowship of the Holy Spirit and other e-courses as well on charismacourses.com. But today's interview, I've got my friend Cal Pierce. He's the founder and director of the International Association of Healing Rooms. He's a sought-after conference speaker, He's the author of Preparing the Way, The Healing Room Story. Healing Rooms Ministries exist to see people healed, set free, and launched into their destiny by demonstrating the kingdom of God right here, right now. And so on this podcast, I believe we're going to see the kingdom of God through Cal Pierce. Cal, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. Ah, Thank you, Jared. Great to be on the program. Well, it's truly an honor, sir. I would love to hear your story, what God has done through you. As I'd explained before the interview, you know, I got a hold of a copy of your book, Preparing the Way, a number of uh, number of years ago, and that story yeah. is amazing. How God brought you into uh, redigging the wells into the story of John G. Lake. John G. Lake is a personal hero of mine, and I will confess, uh, when I was in Bible college in Eugene Bible College some years ago, I was in a part of, in a class where I dressed up as John. G. Lake and presented a sermon of his. So Cal, I would love to hear your story of what God has done through your life. Wow. Well, yes, my wife and I grew up in Redding, California, and uh, I was a, became a real estate developer after we got married. And, you know, we went to Bethel Church uh, after we got saved and God transformed my life. And, you know, but I got kind of in a religious uh, mode, you know, where I where church was just church and I was on and off of the board. And, you know, I really uh, had planned out my life. I was going to retire 
from real estate and uh, go RVing. And so I would tell people, well, the reason I'm on the board is because I'm a board member, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, then we got a new senior pastor by the name of Bill Johnson, who really had a hunger for God and visited these places that I'd never heard of, like Toronto and Brownsville and in the in the mid-90s, where God was pouring out his spirit. And Bill had a real hunger to have a divine encounter of God in the church because we were a very large organization uh, filled with a lot of people like myself, you know, and then uh, Bill had visited Toronto and he came back and said, we're going to have a meeting with all the leadership. And, and if you're on the board, it's important that you come to this meeting. So I went and it was about, I don't know, a hundred and some people there in, in what I call the, they call the great room at that time. And, and we had some youth doing praise and worship and, you know, that didn't bother me too much, but, I was still kind of looking at my watch, wondering how long was this going to take? Because I had things to do because I had my life all planned out, you know, and, and then uh, the, the youth got through with their singing and Bill just stepped forward, raised his hands to heaven and said, come Holy Spirit. And that was the last thing I remember. And I was standing there and the fire of God began to come through my body wave after wave. And I wanted to run, jump, shout and scream. But all I could do is stand there and take it. And, uh, you know, and, and, and when that divine encounter happened, that fire burned up all of the chaff and all of the religion that, that I had in my life. And God said, I'm going to take your life because I'm going to give you my life. Amen. And he said, when your life is over, then my life can take over. And that began, you know, a 20... Uh, one now, okay, this July be 21 years since we God moved us from Reading to Spokane to redig those wells of healing that John Lake had had here in the city that had been kind of plugged up for 80 years uh, and nothing was happening. And uh, so we had the day of redigging the wells, May 29th, 1999, and we we got out of there all the doubt and unbelief and the dead bones of saints that have passed away before us that caused us to not believe in healing and begin to open up that well of healing once again. And we just started in Spokane. My wife and I knew nobody in the city of Spokane when we came up and uh, God just started bringing people because, you know, I think the reason why it moved so quickly was renewal was happening and people were becoming aware through the revivals that were happening in the mid nineties of people like John Lake and the healing movement and so forth and Mariah Woodworth Edder and, and uh, people like this. So, uh, so it, it just began to uh, grow and prosper to the point where today we've, we have over 3000 heater rooms in 76 countries. And, and we discovered that God wasn't looking for stars. He was looking for hunger. He was looking for ordinary people that would position position themselves in in the presence of God and become a vessel that He could use to begin to heal the sick. You know, so we uh, we we just uh, started doing the work of the ministry and and God did the rest. It's been quite the adventure. You know, when you talk about adventures in the spirit, this was truly an adventure for us because, you know, we didn't know beans to buckshot about apostolic prophetic things we just kind of had to to learn on the go when god took over it made it easy because god says you know you got to get out of the way to get in the way <laughs> jesus is the way the truth and the life so 
We just let him move through us. And that's the key to adventures of the spirit. Amen. I love that. Thanks for connecting the dots there with the name of this program. I was curious when you started the healing rooms, what was the first healing that took place that you saw God do? Oh, well, uh, I'll never forget that. You know, there was about 12, 13 of us on the team. And we were in the old rookery building where Lake had healing rooms 80 years before. The one he was in was had a fire in it and they took it down, but they rebuilt it. So we, we had the same address, the same third floor where Lake was. And so we, we'd opened up and, and I told the team, and now remember, this is not a move of you. This is a move of God, you know? And so they would start praying for people and people would come in and they would have headaches and backaches and, you know, the team would pray for them and the symptoms would go away. And, you know, then one, uh, one day, the team came in because they were praying for someone who went out in the spirit on the floor and they come in and said, what do we do? This man has terminal cancer. What do we do? And I said, do nothing because it's not about what you do. It's about what God does. All you have to do is do what God does and do what he's told you to do. And he, and because it, it, he's, it's, it's just as easy for God to heal cancer as it is for him to heal the headaches or the back aches. I said, just go out, lay hands on the man, command that spirit of cancer to go out because they wanted me to come and pray for him. And I said, no, you're the vessel. You know, I'm not the vessel, you are. You're the vessel God is using to pray for this man. So they did, and lo and behold, he was healed and every bit of cancer left his body. The team was like, wow, God uses us. I said, well, that's... That's what he does, you know. He uses ordinary people to do this extraordinary work because we're all we are his body. Yes, that is so true. I appreciate you saying that because more of us, well, the church body needs more of an identity in Jesus, knowing that it's him through them, that they're sons and daughters. You mentioned something that it's just as easy for God to heal cancer as it is for the headache. Why do you think people try to see one thing bigger than the other? Like they might have faith for the headache, but not for the cancer? Yeah, well, and I, I think that's kind of, I think where we're, where we're at today is God is really awakening us to the potential that we have in Christ or Christ has in us because we're in a new season. God is revealing, pouring out new wine. There's new revelation coming to us that is going to take us to a higher place. And I believe that what we learned 20-some years ago, God has just built upon that and brought revelation for us to begin to have in the new season. Because so often it's so easy to, to believe that we have something that we need to do or offer ourselves of what we have rather than just offering God because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. We are the body of Christ. And I think in this hour today, because there's such confusion because of what's happened in this season of darkness covering the earth, but I think new light has come and we need to be realigned and understand what it means to truly be the body of Jesus. We've been raised with him and seated with him in heavenly places. He's our head, we're the body. But the problem we've had, and I that has caused us to have unbelief is what I call separation theology. The enemy has brought a separation theology where we've come into this season of trauma and we're hoping that God will come and do something, that God will come and save us. And we're, we're looking for Jesus when he's saying, why are you looking for me when I'm with you always? Hmm. 
Why are you looking for me when I am in you? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Why are you looking for me when I'm your head and you're my body? So I believe in this season, God is going to align us to the head who is Jesus so that we will have the mind of Christ and we will understand supernatural things so that we can do supernatural things. The problem we've had is when we have our mind, we think it's our power. When we have his mind, we understand it's his power. You know, if you if you try to use your mind and his mind, you're double-minded because the carnal mind tries to assess the things of the spirit from a natural perspective. And then the natural mind will argue against the spirit mind, which is the mind of Christ. The natural mind will say, it's impossible for me to do this. It's impossible for me to work a miracle. But when you have the mind of Christ, then you have an understanding of what Jesus is telling you. And that is all things are possible. That signs and wonders and miracles will be the norm in the future not the exception because with the mind of christ when you think something it's already fulfilled i want to say that again with the mind of christ when you think something it's already fulfilled because the word of god has fulfillment in it that's why it's creative not in a book but creative in a believer so in this new season I believe God is going to realign us as the body of Christ and realize it's not our power, it's his power in us, that we're already connected with God, that God is not a doer. Jesus isn't going to come to do something. If God was a doer, he wouldn't be God. God is a creator. When we do, he creates. He's looking for a bride that will become a doer because they hear what he's saying so they could do what he does. And they will move supernaturally on the earth to fulfill the will of God, to walk in the spirit and live in the spirit and think supernaturally. Because then that with the mind of Christ, you'll hold every thought captive. With your natural mind, every thought will hold you captive. There's a huge difference. Jesus said, you have before you life and death. See, we when we use our natural or carnal mind, which the Bible tells us it's impossible to understand the things of the spirit with the carnal mind, with our mind. With our mind, we see where the problem is. With his mind, we see where the answer is. If we try to live as a believer with our mind, our mind will choose death. But when we have the mind of Christ, with the mind of Christ, we will choose life. And you notice something interesting. Life or death has no power over us until we choose one of them. When you choose life, then life has power over you. When you choose death, the enemy will have power over you. So with the mind of Christ, we can think supernaturally and do supernatural things. Then all things are possible because Jesus is telling us what we can do. And when he says it, it's yes and amen. When he says it, then all things are possible because we believe, because we have his understanding of what to do. That's why you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. I, and I love the Holy Spirit so much. I want to be here today if it weren't for him filling me, saving me, baptizing me in the spirit. Oh, yeah. What, what you're saying, Cal, is this is what Jesus did. Yeah. Jesus did what he saw the Father doing. So for your ministry, you equip people to do what Jesus did, right? Well, well yeah, because 
crisis in us so that he can fulfill his will on the earth. If you're his body and you created his image and likeness, who should you look like? See, the, the world needs an encounter of Jesus. And when you're his body and you're aligned to the head, you become that encounter. Then you become the, the ability of God to reach the earth. Because without God, we can't do it. Without us, he's not going to do it. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called the Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people received the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. Pretty profound. So your ministry, Healing Rooms, you've got, I think you mentioned thousands of locations. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you're equipping day-to-day people, people like you, people like yeah. me, just Christians, not superstars, because a lot of people tend to think this realm of healing, of prophecy, of signs and wonders is for a select few, but it's for the body. It's for all of us. So how do you equip people and then you see them, see God through them, complete a miracle? Well, like what takes place? How do you navigate someone through that so that God uses them and they see a miracle for the first time? Well, you know, when the Holy Spirit is is not in us because he was homeless. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is in us to bring the power to fulfill the word of God through us. Yeah. How does a believer work miracles? How does a believer heal? See, the Holy Spirit doesn't give gifts out according to who he likes. The Holy Spirit is the gift. And the gift is not for us. It's for the lost. It's for the sick. It's for those people that God wants to reach. So when you have the Holy Spirit, you have everything to fulfill the will of God or the word of God through you. In John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning, the word was with God and the word was God, right? And it says he sent his word and healed them. Well, that was Jesus. Jesus was the walking word on the earth. And then he was raised and seated at the right hand of the Father so that we could be connected. And now we are when we get this word inside of us, we become the word of God in this hour on the earth because we're the body of the word because the word is our head now and the life of Christ flows through us and the Holy Ghost gives us the power to cause the word of God to be fulfilled on the earth through vessels who are created in his image and are supposed to be like him. We're not created in his image to be like the enemy. We're not to be traumatized we're not to be sick i think in the coming season god is going to begin to show us when the greater works come that the word will be so fulfilled you know i i believe this coming 
Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, you know, we had the first Pentecost. What we need to have happen is a second Pentecost. The first Pentecost started something. I believe the second Pentecost is going to finish it. It's going to bring the greatest revival the world has ever seen. And the increase of the kingdom is going to come. And the fire of God is going to ignite men and women to walk so into the spirit that the world can't touch them. Because they'll become the fulfillment of the will of God as the Holy Ghost gets a hold of them and they think supernaturally and they start living in a supernatural realm, no longer affected by what the enemy does, but only infected by what God does. A new creation man renovated by the Holy Spirit, fulfilling the will of God on the earth. You know, in Colossians 2, 9 and 10, it says, in him, the fullness of the deity dwelt in bodily form. That's Jesus. He came and he walked on the earth to show us what to do. The fullness of the deity was in him. But he goes on to say, and you have been made complete. God is going to raise up the complete man, the complete woman. The word complete means replete or be so filled with God that the enemy can't touch you. Because you're thinking with the mind of Christ and you're thinking supernaturally and the enemy can't penetrate your ear hearing because you're only hearing what the spirit is saying and you do what the spirit does. Amen. So this, this, this second Pentecost that's going to begin to be released is going to fulfill the end time work of what the first Pentecost started. Because I think God is getting tired of church and religion. I think he's looking for an army, a remnant that will arise and shine. Because when we arise and shine, it says the glory of God will come upon us. And when that happens, supernatural people will begin to break open the natural realm and begin to destroy the work of the enemy like we've never seen it before. My goodness, if God created the earth, don't you think he can fix it? And how is he going to do it? Is this up to God? If it was up to him, don't you think he'd already done it? It's not up to him, it's up to us. Because he said, these signs will accompany, he didn't say they're going to accompany me, your God. He said, they're going to accompany you. Because I give you resurrection power. I give you the authority over not some of the power of the enemy, all of it. Amen. If we have all authority, and we have the mind of Christ, then we'll know the enemy has not. And he won't be able to move you. Because all you're designed to move him and destroy his work. Yeah. Jesus came for that purpose. And he's, he's about to do it like we've never seen it done before. Hallelujah. Amen. Cal, for <laughs> our viewers and our listeners, what is something that they can do in order to see this take place through them? Well, the, the Holy Spirit is in you to do what? To lead you into all truth. He's your teacher. Listen to him. You have not because you ask not. I think it's really good for every believer in this hour to say, Holy Spirit, download. Give me an impartation of what it means to think supernaturally. Connect me to the mind of Christ. Connect me to the head. Let me be aligned with Jesus so that my head is in heaven and his feet are on earth so that I can fulfill his will through my life. So the enemy can't touch me because I've got the armor of God that extinguishes how many fiery darts? 
not a few. It says all. We, we have to become the fulfillment of the promise. God promised us, and he gave us a book to read. And when you get that book inside of you, you will become the word of God on the earth in this coming season. Oh, my God, goodness. I'd love for you to activate us, for those viewing, those listening, activate us in the things of God, in the supernatural. Yes, yes. You know, the important thing about about an impartation. I think in this time, what you talked about, each person out there needs to say, Holy Spirit, give me that impartation of fire. Let me begin to receive that impartation that will bring transformation because we need to be transformed. You know, we, we, we all want a breakthrough, but we can't have a breakthrough till we have a breakout. We got to break out of religion. We got to break out of tradition. And we have to break into this revelation of who Jesus is in us and stop seeing ourselves separated from him, from him because we're not separated. He's in us. And when you have him in you, you can do all things. So that transformation brings an activation to the believer. And when that activation comes, there will be a demonstration of his power. So today we need an impartation of that fire, that alignment that the Holy Spirit will bring because he's listening. Hear what the Spirit is saying, and he will fulfill it because he is in us for the will of the Father. He is in us so the word will come alive through us. So that impartation will bring a transformation in the believer by the Holy Spirit as we're aligned to Jesus. That transformation will begin to establish an activation, that activation, a demonstration of his power. So Father, in Jesus' name, I release an impartation of the supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit in every person. Because every every listener out there has resurrection power in them by the Holy Spirit. And let that whole, let the Holy Spirit begin to cause them to begin to align to heaven, to align to the mind of Christ so they can think as the body of Jesus. Because as Jesus tells us what to do, we can do it as the Holy Spirit aligns us. So Father, in the name of Jesus, let every hearer begin to be aligned, begin to be aligned to the head who is Jesus, so they can begin to receive every thought that he has for them and for their life, so they can be transformed into his image and likeness, so they can be activated to begin to lay hands on the sick, so they can be activated to do the impossible because the impossible is possible through Christ Jesus. So Father, let there be a demonstration of transformation in every listener that is listening today in Jesus' name, Lord. Let this second Pentecost be the match that strikes the fire in every hearer. Amen. Amen. Wow, thank you so very much for that. This was deep. This was profound, but it was practical. Thank you yeah. so very much for uh, giving us these divine truths, encouraging us in the faith, and releasing that yeah. impartation. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? Just contact us at healing at healingrooms.com. We just finished a book called The Journey, and The Journey is a 20th anniversary book filled with testimonies from directors and testimonies of healings so what god has done in 20 years if you take this book 
the testimonies that we estimated that God is doing around the world through healing rooms in the last 21 years would fill a library with 500 volumes of this book. That's God. Oh, gosh. You know, miracles are not hard for God. Never were. They've only been hard for us when it's our mind, not his. Hallelujah. Hey, everybody, if you're viewing, if you're listening into this, please reach out to Cal Pierce. Go to healingrooms.com and please pick up that new testimony book. Pick up his book, Preparing the Way. That has spoken into my life a number of years that I've had it. It's profound. It's powerful. One called the mind of Christ, too. You can have his mind. Supernatural thinking. I love it. And more people need to know about the mind of Christ. I know for me, Cal, the Holy Spirit changed me, transformed me. And after combat, after being part of a couple of wars, you know, I had to renew my mind and that revelation of how I've got the mind of Christ because the Holy Spirit in me, that transformed me to just, you know, get rid of the PTSD, the anxiety, be healed supernaturally. Uh, So I want to encourage everybody, know who you are in Christ and know whose you are in Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much, Jared. It was an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.